What's going on, good people? Welcome back to the One in 100 podcast. We are your hosts, the Chibata Boys. I'm the Magic Man, and as always, got my brother from another with me. What up, K? Hey, what's going on, Amir? <laughs> hey, man, same old, same old, you know, just working, grinding, you know, reading these comic books, yes, chilling with yes, the sir. fam, you know, good, good stuff, you know what I'm saying? Good vibes. It's actually a better week. This week, you know, it wasn't, it hasn't been as crazy uh, with the work and everything, but I mean, I do got uh-huh. work on, on Saturday. So when y'all hearing this, you know, I'll be at work for a little bit, but not too bad, man. Not too bad this week. How about yourself? Oh, uh, man. Oh, uh, man. Uh, it, just busy, man. It's, it's, yeah, just, just to put it lightly, just busy. Man. Yeah. Good things. All good things, man. All good things. Man. Right, right, right. Things. That's good, man. I mean, hey. Yeah, man. The draft is happening right now as we're recording on a Thursday night. So, you know, that's yeah. Get to see what our future teams are gonna, you know, have on them as far as the rookies go. And the Jets, yeah, they made a they made a pretty big trade this week, you know. You know, yeah, Jets fans man. are super uh, excited. Yeah, man. I, people are talking about Super Bowl and it's not even week uno. <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I I I'm not with the talk, man. I, I don't yeah, let's see what's going on, man. Like, like I, I wouldn't even talk about it in preseason. Right. I, I probably wouldn't even talk about it at week one. I would just I, I, just, I wouldn't talk I about it see, at all. I, I, I yeah, that too. That too. I would just not say it until until where until let's cross that bridge when it happens. Exactly. It's so much that can happen yeah. in football, you know what I'm saying? So just just let it just let it rock. You know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah, y'all, y'all got a solid quarterback, uh, yeah. Aaron Rodgers. I mean, I was a big fan of his until he started like lying about COVID and just being a weirdo. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, he he did a darkness retreat, which yeah. I don't even know what any of that even entails. But right, 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 right. I can only I can only use my imagination that this guy nice. was just chilling in the dark the whole time. Facts, facts, so, yeah. And, you know, like if you're just like sitting still in a room, like yeah, that's yeah, it's fucking it's fucking weirdo activities. But you know, very, whatever, very man. Much so. Yeah, I, man. I will and, say and he, this: I'm looking he, at the draft right now, and it looks like two black quarterbacks went back to back, number one and number two. Nice. I don't think that's ever happened before. <laughs> <laughs> Wow! Yeah, man. I just no. saw it was Brees Young and uh, yeah, and my man from uh, Ohio State. Who did they get drafted to? Uh, he went to um, the Houston. One went to Houston Texans, and the other one, whoever had number one, oh Carolina Panthers. Oh, nice! Yeah, wow, that's interesting. Anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't they so, have Sam Darnold? <laughs> who? Carolina the Panthers. Oh, Pan- yeah. uh, they might. I don't pay attention okay. to really nobody but my Broncos. To be honest with you. Yeah, no, nah, I get you. I get you. That's <laughs> that's how I am. That's how it's, I am. It's too much stuff to be remembering. I don't yeah, remember yeah, yeah, stuff yeah, like that yeah. no more. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But either I, way, I, I, I'm I'm on a need to know basis with with a lot of things. You know Facts. Know? Yeah. 
Yeah, man. So yeah, yeah, that that's our uh NFL talk for today, man. Tune in next week. Yeah, dude. man. You know, yeah. ESPN with the Chibata boys, you know. Uh, but let's get into some of these quick hits, man. Um, so Ant Man, Quantum Mania, Ant Man and Wasp Quantum Mania. Did you see it? No. Well, <laughs> you have your chance, Kay. You have your chance. Uh, uh if, man, if I got my chance like at some at some buffet ice cream, man. Let's right, do it. exactly. And it'll be in the comfort of your own home, you know. May 17th, uh, Ant Man and the Wasp Quantum Mania will be on Disney Plus. So for those nice, you, man. You know, you know what song I hear in my head? I hear Biggie, give me one more chance. <laughs> that's, that's, that's what I hear in my and head. Another and another one. And another one. Well, we'll <laughs> see. Uh, it's, it's, it'll be there for your enjoyment. You know what I'm saying? If you guys feel like checking that out. Um, you know, yeah. Yeah, I probably won't yeah. watch it again. But <laughs> uh, So, yeah, that's going to be out. Um, and then some big news came from CinemaCon that I wanted to touch on. The only reason why this is in the quick hits is because we don't actually have a teaser or anything to watch yet. Um, but uh, at CinemaCon, which I really want to try and get to, I want to learn how to get to CinemaCon, man. I feel like myself and Kay and the wives would have a good time at this thing because it's in Vegas. Um, uh-huh. And the panels, I mean, I'm sure the panels are kind of long, but you get to see like early, like, like obviously you get to see teasers and stuff that nobody else has seen. Uh, they showed the Flash movie or whatever. But anyway, I would love to try and get to that. That would be fun. But so Craven yeah, Hunter, yeah. okay, that uh, they talked about this at uh, the Sony panel, and Aaron Taylor Johnson, who will be playing Craven the Hunter, came out, uh, you know, talking to the fans and. He basically was like, listen, this shit is going to be R-rated, all right? So the fans got excited. They showed the teaser. Uh, apparently, the teaser had him you know, on there just whooping ass and taking names and ripping people's noses off, apparently, or biting their yeah, nose off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard he just chewed on a nigga's face. Yeah. Man. That's fucking... <laughs> that's, <laughs> like, that's fucking incredible. Like, yeah, Crazy. I want to see, see, see more of that, man. Yeah. I, I mean, obviously, we haven't seen it yet, but... Right, right. I can't, I can't wait to see the trailer. I mean, they got... Uh, Ariana DeBose, DeBoise, I think that's how you say her name. I feel like she was in the Heights. I think she was one of the friends Mm. in the Heights. Um, She's going to be playing Calypso. And then Mm. uh, they said Rhino was also in the teaser. So, yeah, man, I'm excited for it. How about you? You excited for this? Uh, Yeah, that's very interesting, man. Um, I I just feel like, yeah, man, I I think it's about time that, that like Marvel does like a real rugged movie, you know what yeah. I mean? And, and well, Sony, Craven Sony, is, is Sony, yeah. Sony, well, Sony, is kinda, well, Sony, yeah. Sony through Marvel, you know what yeah. I mean? Sony through Marvel, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But, but yeah, I, I, I like this because not nah, man. I mean, all you ever read Craven stories, they're always like rugged, like yeah. Like, I mean, I, remember, I just honestly, I remember him from the cartoons. Uh, once uh-huh. I saw that this was, you know, about to be on there, I know like the the last hunt is one of the big ones. Uh, mm-hmm. One of the big storylines. So I was kind of like doing my Googles, trying to see like if there's any trades that I could find to pick up and kind of like read through um, to get uh. more of a feel of the comic book version of Craven the Hunter. But I, I, before we get off the subject, I really wanted to ask you this question. Um, so obviously it's going to be rated R, right? And we've okay. seen we've seen Venom before. You know, we kind of mm-hmm. seen where he didn't he didn't really have a stint as a bad guy like he was in the comics to begin with um 
do you think that they will keep craving in the bad guy lane you know what i'm saying like you think they'll keep him in that lane or try and turn him into this no i mean lane? i hope i hope so they keep him in the bad guy lane because yeah i never read anything where he was actually the good guy right right but, you know what i mean but essentially you know i guess you know every villain is a good guy at, yeah at, at some point story and, yeah yeah, in their own story. You know what I mean, so uh, no, man. I mean, I would love That's for it, them to be keep this as an origin story of just a, a just an evil dude. You know what I'm saying? Even though he might think he's doing right, um, uh-huh. because I mean, I feel Absolutely. like we, I feel like we need something else in the Spider Verse world in Sony, like. It's time for Tom you know Holland to fight somebody yeah. that's like badass, like Craven. Absolutely, and I, I just think that man, you know, we need different characters. Like, obviously, you know, it's cool to get the Venoms. It's cool to get the Wolverines. It's cool to get, you know, you know, Doctor Strange, and you know what I'm saying. But let's let, let's go down the list a little bit. Let's 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 put up some interesting characters. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And I think Craven, you know, opens the door for that. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I, I when I had posted the episode for Wednesday, I found this really dope picture of Craven sitting behind our sitting in a chair and behind him, he had like uh heads on his on like on a mantle type of thing. <laughs> like mm-hmm. all the people that he's hunted down. It was like even villains were up there, like Spider-Man. It was crazy. It was actually pretty dope. I was like, man, that'd be yeah. a really cool t-shirt. Um, so I was like, Yeah, man, he needs this to either go against Peter Parker or or Venom, you know what I'm saying? Like hunting mm-hmm. down Venom, you know, like maybe somebody wants to get Venom out of the way, and you know he's a you know a hunter, so send him on one of the, send him on a trip to go get Venom out of here, you know, like that would be something I would want to be interested in because since they took Venom to like the good guy mode, and we'll probably never see him go against uh well at least Tom Hardy, we won't see him go against Tom Holland, so you know. Maybe he can go against Craven or Craven can go find Spider-Man. I don't know, but we'll see. Uh, hopefully we get a trailer or something or a teaser of that soon. Um, and then the other thing that came out from uh, CinemaCon. And I mean, just to see if we, you know, let's talk about it. You know, We might not care about it, but let's talk about it. They did put out the, uh, a new Flash trailer and fans were able to see the whole movie. Um, and people were coming out saying that the hype is real. Uh, that is not the greatest comic book movie that's ever been, mm. you know, out, but it is a damn good movie. And um, yeah, it, it does everything that it needs to do. Like the director did an incredible job, you know, telling a story in this movie. So uh, did you get a chance to see the new trailer that they dropped for it? Uh, yes, I did. Yeah. Um, it's, it was cool to see Michael Keaton back. I know. Yeah, man. Man. Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know, man. I, I mean, um, I don't think I could pay money. Like, I'm just not interested in the Flash. Like, the Flash just does nothing for me. Yeah. And you know, I, and I know that there's people out there that love that character. And mm-hmm. hats off to you, but man, I've never read anything that's. I've never been compelled to pick up an issue of Flash. Right. You know right, right. 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 I mean, I read Flash when um, Joshua Williamson was writing it. It was actually a pretty good, pretty good story that he did. I think he did like a hundred issues, man, and I really enjoyed a lot of it. Pretty much like ninety percent of it, I really liked. Um, and that was like during the rebirth time, so that's when I first started collecting. Um, 
I was interested in the movie when I first heard about Michael Keaton being in the movie. And I was interested in the whole Flashpoint storyline because I never read it, but I did see the animated movie and it was pretty, pretty spot on. Um, and it was a damn good movie. So I was like, all right, you know what? This might be pretty dope. I'm, I'm, I'm interested. But then more shit started coming out about Ezra. And I'm just like, man, I, I feel bad because it's not his movie. You know what I'm saying? Like the directors and the writers, these are the people that created it. He's just saying the words and running to where mm. they tell him to go. But I'm like, damn, man, like I just can't give my money to that because I just don't respect that kid and, and what he's done. Um, so I can't support it, but I, I really like the trailer. Not gonna lie, the trailer was dope, and just seeing the Bat Cave and you know the there was like the Bat Plane coming down, looking like a, a bat, like coming from the from the, the top of the ceiling. I don't know where the hell it was coming from, but it just looked dope, and all the costumes that Michael Keaton had in there. Like I'm just like man, like one of them had guns on it. I'm like wow, this is man, he, that kid really messed this up for me. <laughs> Like, I really wanted to see that movie, but it's all. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to wait till till Spider Man into the Spider or across the Spider Verse comes out because that looks like it's going to be phenomenal. Uh, mm-hmm. So, but yeah, man. I mean, if you guys are going to go see it, more power to you, man. I'm, I'm not judging. Go check it out. Obviously, it's it's a movie that the kid didn't make on his own. Obviously, he just was there. But I just can't give them my money, man. I just I can't do it. Can't 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 do it at all. But. You know, we'll see. It's probably going to make hella money, too, since everybody, all the big hitters are coming out saying mm-hmm. that the movie is incredible and all that stuff. All the big YouTubers and review people and all that stuff. So it is. Yeah. Awesome. So yeah, man. Uh, let's get into the breakdown, man. Obviously, um, that was a little bit of a breakdown, but it's just some quick hits. So we got James Gunn on deck, man. Yeah. <laughs> When don't we? When don't we? Listen, he knows how to do this thing, man. He knows how to do this thing. He is a master of keeping his name in headlines, and I didn't know he had this in him. Uh, And this is great for DC. Like, they need to be in headlines. So, recently, uh, this past week, someone asked James Gunn on Twitter if he had plans for Static Shock or static shot for to do a static show or you know live action or anyone any characters from the milestone universe and he simply just said yes so of course the world went crazy uh everybody basically oh it's confirmed it's official static is coming to the big screen we're gonna get it we're gonna get it so we'll start there okay uh what do you think about (laughs) What do you think about James Gunn just kind of just just giving that short answer and just yes? Like, how do you how do you feel about this man? It's been a it's a lot of projects being yes to right now at DC. That, that's what I'm saying. This is what this is what when you texted me, that's exactly what I said. I was like, yo, why do I feel like he's just saying like yes to everything just by just because he's just saying like basically it, it, it to me, bro. It seems like any and everything is on the table right. at this point. Because you already know that James Gunn knows these D-list characters, knows these D-list B, B, E, whatever. You know what I mean? Right, right. So the whole alphabet say, is on the table, man. Yeah, yeah, pretty much, pretty much. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying, though. But he's just saying yes to everything. Yeah. Like, yo, everybody's getting a movie. You know what I mean? 
Superman's third cousin's sister is getting a movie. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like everybody, like they're he's basically saying like, "Yo, we're gonna do a movie for every DC character that's ever lived." Right. They even want to do a movie about um, <laughs> Bruce Wayne's parents. They getting a whole, a whole, yeah. a whole movie. Yeah. Why not? It's yeah. on the table. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. Why not? You know what I mean? Like, and it's crazy, yo, because when they first announced, um, you know, the new stuff that they were going to be doing, like the projects and things, it was only like 10 projects, right? But lately I've been hearing that there's possible, like, um, it could be like 20 projects that are coming now, like over Mm -hmm. the next 10 years. And I'm like, wow, that's, that jumped a lot. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's, that's, that's a, that's a bit much, but okay. Um, but we like I will say this me and you talked about this when we broke down the announcement that James Gunn made as far as the projects because of the whole Elseworld situation you know mm-hmm. static and the whole milestone universe created by Dwayne McDuffie and Dennis Cowan and the whole everybody you know the whole the, all the legends um they were in Dakota verse like they were in a whole different world basically and the uh the elseworld situation that they're trying to do over there you know allows that to happen i remember asking you you like you know since they have this elseworld thing you think we can get like a series a static series or anything like that and that was you know we were we were we were talking about this damn near two months ago so it's not it's not surprising to me that this is a question that's being asked by people and it's clearly not surprising that James Gunn is saying yes to everything. Um, but after the world went crazy, man, everybody started speculating on who they want to play static and all this stuff. So, cause now it's official, like we're getting it. So now we need to cast. This is just what fandom does. And, um, everyone is saying now, like there's articles coming out that all the fans want are, uh, is a kid named, uh, Caleb or Kaleeb. Um, McLaughlin and he is the black kid from Stranger Things right now Mm -hmm. I'm just going to say this to you punks one last time right? because this pissed me off when I saw all these articles on CBR and you know comic book doc all this stuff about Mr. Uh, the young the young king McLaughlin right everybody's going ham about it man I sent you the picture K I, w- I want my edible arrangements now. I really want it. <laughs> I, when, when the rumors came out that Michael B. Jordan wanted to do a live action static uh, series or movie, I reposted that on the Instagram page. And I believe I talked about it on the podcast. I mean, this might have been before you joined on the podcast. And this, I posted this in 2021, I believe. And I even tagged Reginald Hudlin. Michael B. Jordan, and I said, go get McLaughlin. This kid is made for the static role. I said it. Nobody said anything. Now everybody wants him on in the series. Tired of this, man. They stole K's Batman theory. And <laughs> they Batman mm-hmm. Black. Uh, well, actually, they got you twice, man. They, they they even took your manifesto story. So, you know what, yeah. man? It's, it's yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. It's time, man. It's time for y'all to give us, get pay up, man. Pay up. I'm tired of y'all doing this to us every time y'all get a chance. The DC, you know, these DC, these DC guys, man. These DC spies, man. For real, yeah, man. You, you guys, you guys are, 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 are getting all the, all the food. 
You guys are, are in the banquet hall right now just throwing tons of food at the walls for no reason. And, and, and me and Magic are just standing outside holding bowls mm-hmm. and asking if we could have some more. Just a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Just a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Like, just a um, nibble. Just a nibble. Real. And I mean, the kid's a great actor. I really feel like he can play the role, but damn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We predicted that shit, though. We've been saying that shit, though. Come on, man. But you know this is this is the this is the life you live when you're an up and coming podcast because the numbers are still going up. Y'all better believe it. Um, so you know it is what it is with that. Um, but we'll see. We'll see if it happens. Who knows? But the other news that we got from the Warner Brothers camp or Warner Brothers Discovery camp because DC is under that umbrella. Um, the CEO David Zasloff, right? He. Uh, he made he made some some things known, and the main thing that he let people know is that that direct to streaming stuff is done. They're not doing it going mm. forward anymore. All right, he said mm. we do not believe in streaming movies. <laughs> uh, he said basically movies deserve to be on the big screen where you can go enjoy the movie where your phone is off. You know, there's no distraction, the lights off, and it's just you, your family, and a bunch of other people in that theater focused on that movie, and that's it. You know, seeing it the way it's supposed to be seen, experiencing the sound the way it's supposed to be experienced. No more straight to to streaming stuff. That's it. Done. All right? So, you know, Black Adam and and, uh, Shazam, you know, that's it. That's the end of it. So, my question is, do you think that shit's going to actually work, K? <laughs> nah. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't believe him, bro. Like, I don't believe him. I don't think it's going to actually hold, hold out, man. Because here's the thing, man. You know, after, you know, during COVID, obviously, nobody was going to the theaters. You know what I'm saying? Like, for obvious mm-hmm. reasons. But... When the movie theater started open opening back up and people, you know, had this option to watch it at home, it's like, why am I gonna go to the movies and spend all of this money and then come out of this theater and the movie is trash? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now I'm pissed. <laughs> I don't spend yeah. all this money on popcorn, drinks, candy, and all this stuff, and the movie was trash. So yeah. you know, and you can't get no refunds, that's it. So yeah. people aren't really you know they're not enthused to go back to the theaters like that especially if they they know the movie's going to be coming to streaming in a couple of months you know they just wait mm-hmm. you know yeah so i don't know man what 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 are your thoughts on it man i know i, mean, I know you already said no but you you think you think uh think this could actually work for for them you know i got another question following up but what do you think not about it man uh, streaming is the wave man mhm this is, the, this is the way of life now. Yeah. This is the way. Yep. I agree. <laughs> and, and if it mm-hmm. wasn't, they wouldn't have rebranded HBO Max to Max. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. They and they wouldn't have added all these new shows and stuff mm-hmm. to watch on Max. They, I mean, it's, it is the way. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm sure there's going to be TV shows and movies that are only made for streaming, but come on, man. You telling me you can? I mean, I like the, I like the idea of that though, because look at that, man. I mean, look at um, you know, Fresh Prince of Bel Air, or mm-hmm. Bel Air is what mm-hmm. they call it now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, think about that. That's straight to streaming. That's not. Yeah, that's not on TV. 
Yeah, it's a fucking incredible show. <laughs> fucking incredible. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I must see TV. Yeah, actually, you're streaming tonight. Absolutely. We might be watching that while we eat dinner. So, but um, wait, there's another episode, right? It should be. That was. Nah, I thought the tenth episode, the one Don't that was tell last me that, week. Okay, that was the finale. Yeah, that was the finale. Yeah, oh, that was the finale. No. I know they got renewed for another season. Oh man, that's it. Yeah, man. Damn. Heartbroken. Right here. Live. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So so back back on this topic with uh Warner Brothers Discovery and David Zaslov. So last week we talked about pressure, right? On on James Gunn with him putting mm-hmm. out the first movie with the whole new wave and whether the pressure would be on him or whether the pressure would be on the people that are following up after his movie. Um, and we came to the conclusion, well, you, you kind of, you know, skewed me to this conclusion as well. You said the pressure's on James Gunn. Cause number one, he's got to come out with this first movie and it has to be a smash, but he also is in charge of hiring along with Peter Sanfran, hiring the talent that's going to be, you know, following up. So, with that said, does this add more pressure on James Gunn when you tell him that no more direct-to-streaming movies? You know what I'm saying? Because honestly, that direct-to-streaming thing was kind of like a, you know, saving face for a lot of movies because, yes, people, you know, once they hear that it's not a good movie, they're like, oh, I'm not going to pay no money to go see it. But if they, if they see it for themselves, eventually they might say, mm-hmm. hey, this movie was good throw up a review on Rotten Tomatoes even though it's on streaming so you're still getting at least some good feedback so that saves face but you can't lean on that now like you gotta mm-hmm. make a, you gotta make a smash you gotta make a smash and it's gotta be mm-hmm. in the theaters so does that do you think that adds more pressure to, to the to the gun and Peter Safran now like now that that option is no longer available I mean, were they the gonna movies? make were were they gonna make stuff that was straight to streaming? I think was for that like maybe enough? maybe the TV shows, you know what I'm saying, like the the television, mm-hmm. like the actual series. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. the movies, I, I mean, they never said that. But I don't think anybody wants to make a movie that goes straight to streaming. As far as like right, big, exactly I, big I superhero mean, listen, stuff. Yeah, nah. Listen, man. I think James Gunn is obviously in it to win it. I think that you know. He wants to be in the theaters. Yeah, I don't see why not. He wants to put those big numbers up. He wants to show show you that 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 he's a stat guy. You know what I mean? And he's and he's he's going to show you that he's putting numbers on the board. So yeah, absolutely. I don't think he has a problem with that. I don't think it adds any pressure. He he's experienced in this already. Right, right, right. Like everybody's gearing up to go see Guardians of the Galaxy. Next yeah, week. hell yeah, I so, am too. Yeah, and it, it sounds like it's going to be a very uh, emotional roller coaster. So, and I mean, honestly, yeah. you can't experience that at home, you know. And I get what David Zaslav is saying, like you know, like when you're watching a uh, a big movie like Black Adam or Shazam or something like that, like you can pause it, go to, you know, you know, go get something to eat, come back. Everybody's talking. You're not really paying attention to the movie. And that's not what people make movies for. You know what I'm saying? Like, people want you to focus on what they, the art that they've created. So, the best place to experience that is in the theaters. But you got to make some great movies, man. You got to make some great movies going from here on out. Because I'm sure Aquaman, Aquaman come out in December next year or Christmas. 
I'm sure that shit's going straight to streaming. I'm not going to lie to you. I, I have a feeling Aquaman is going to be on streaming within a month. <laughs> yeah. Flash will probably be around for a while. Blue Beetle, I'm still like, maybe. You know what I'm saying? Like, it mm-hmm. looks like it's going to be a good movie, but mm-hmm. are people really going to go to the theaters to go see Blue Beetle? You know what I'm saying? I That's mean, I was, I, I planned on supporting it. I would have supported yeah. too, but that's just that's just two guys. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I don't, I don't know how like everybody no else. Hype. There's no hype behind that movie. Right. There's no hype whatsoever behind I that know movie. they showed a little bit more footage at CinemaCon, but I, I didn't hear too much more about it. So Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So moving forward yeah. for the uh the last topic of the breakdown. Um, so I was reading this article on what was it on screen rant and they were talking about captain america the new world order you know starring sam wilson anthony mackie um and they were talking about how this movie is possibly going to be breaking a, a big trend that happens in a lot of sequels um that you know in the in the mcu and that is that there's supposedly you know, there's not going to be any major Avengers in this movie, like anybody that we've mm. seen before um, popping up in this movie. And they gave a lot of good examples, like with Captain America, Winter Soldier, there was a bunch of Avengers in that. With Iron Man 2, you know, Black Widow showed up. Um, Thor, Ragnarok, the, the Hulk was in that. So they, they gave a lot of good examples on how these movies, when they do the next one, there's usually some big appearances from other Avengers. Uh, but they're saying that this one is probably not going to have that, right? And uh, apparently, I mean, obviously you're going to have the new Falcon. You know, Joaquin uh, Torres is going to be with them. Um, Isaiah Bradley, you know, the, 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 the black uh, Captain America um the one that was tested on in germany so you know he they're going to show up in there but he's going to be going against uh this the villain from the hulk which is um the leader the guy with the huge head and he's like super intelligent he's got some you know gamma ray abilities where he can control different things and then regenerate a whole bunch of stuff so he's going against a super superhero or villain right like and he has no powers right so I'm thinking yeah. by by the time this movie is done, this is my speculation, all right? Uh, and I just had to get this off my chest and get throw this at K. So since we know there's not going to be any Avengers, most likely in this movie, a whole bunch of Hulks showing up in this thing, possibly, or people from the Hulk pages. Um, I'm sure he's going to get his ass whooped. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure he's going to get his mm-hmm. ass whooped. By the end of this movie, maybe even in the post credit scene, I have a feeling that Sam Wilson, Captain America, is going to be our new Nick Fury. He's going to be starting the process of rebuilding the all new, all different Avengers. Mm. What do you think about that? Didn't this happen in, in the comic book? Possibly. I, n- I never read a book where with Sam Wilson in the Avengers. I, I never read one. I've, only, I've read the Sam Wilson Captain America run, but I, I didn't read his uh, when he was with the all new, all different Avengers. Mm-hmm. So I, I know the name, but I never read the story. Yeah, understandable. So I don't know. I don't know how that team came together, but I'm thinking yeah, this: my man ain't got no powers, and he gets. He's probably gonna get his ass handed to him throughout this movie. 
he's going to be like, listen, I need some damn help. <laughs> you know, and, and 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 Isaiah Bradley will probably be there to help him. You know, the new Falcon doesn't have any powers either. You know, he's just a dude you know, that has wings now. Um, he's going to need some superpowered help. So mm-hmm. I think uh, Sam Wilson, Captain America, is going to be the new Nick Fury. Uh, depend- mm-hmm. And I mean, I, I have the I, I'll give myself a little leeway to change my mind after I see Secret Invasion and find out mm-hmm. what's up with with our Nick Fury, whether he's still alive or not, or if somebody's just pretending to be him and he's not even alive. But I really think that he's going to be putting together this new Avengers team on his own. And he's going to be the thread that connects every movie into the next Avengers movie. Mm. So y'all heard it here first. If it happens, y'all better Mm. give me my goddamn edible arrangement. Send one to me and to K. Word. MCU. Word. Just by proxy. Yeah, be 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 better than DC. <laughs> yeah, if y'all go yeah, Marvel, if y'all gonna spy at least up at least up the ante by actually giving us an edible arrangement. Something, you know what I'm saying? Something. Yeah, mm-hmm. you yeah, know. Something. Yeah, but that's what I think is gonna happen, man. I don't I don't like once I was reading this article, like I said, it's a really good article. Go check it out on, on Screen Rant. Um they gave they threw out a lot of good points, and I'm just like, man. I mean, we got to get a new Avengers team somehow. So mm-hmm. maybe he's going to be our new Nick Fury. Somebody's got to do it. The Earth needs his mightiest heroes, right? Absolutely. So, <laughs> yeah, but we'll see, man. But with that said, we're going to take a quick break right here. Um, I got a couple of books for reads of the week, and I'm going to be very quick with it. Um, so we can get to some check out the melody stuff, man. So we'll be back after this. What's going on, guys? It's your host, Amir, a.k.a. The Magic Man, a.k.a. The Black Podcaster with a six, not a B. Listen, me and the crew really appreciate you guys tuning in on Monday, Wednesdays and Saturdays. But we really need you guys to hit that subscribe button and like share leave a comment all that good stuff man let us know that you're tuning in let us know if we're doing good or even let us know if we're doing bad it all matters to us but make sure you hit that subscribe button to the one in 100 podcast it's available on apple podcast spotify iHeartRadio, google podcast stitcher and audible okay so hit that subscribe button we're going to keep on growing keep on rocking and we're going to keep it 100 now let's get back to the show and we are back. You're listening to the One in 100 podcast, and we are your host of the Chibata Boys on the Magic Man. And we got K in the building with us. Uh, we got Reads of the Week, man. And I got a couple books. I'm going to be real quick with it um, so we can, you know, get some others, get some other conversations on the table. But listen, I got Philadelphia issue 30. I've been talking about this for a minute because, uh, at least for a month, because Rodney Barnes said that the last page reveal was going to blow everybody's minds and it did um by now i'm pretty sure you've heard the spoil you know the spoil stuff um spawn is in the book right spawn is going to be involved in philadelphia in the next story arc uh in volume six and yeah i'm super excited about that but i will say I know a lot of people are kind of like still on the fence with getting this book and stuff and and going to check it out. Uh, This is the fifth volume now. 
And what I will say is this story is way more than just vampires and werewolves and old presidents dying in the streets. Like it's more than the violence that you see on the surface level. Um, they, he deals with a lot of different uh, relationship issues, whether it be between a father and son, uh, boyfriend, girlfriend, new baby mama. Like it's a lot of stuff that goes on in here friends you know committing suicide like it's a lot of deep conversations that that is being held in this book beyond like all the, the horror stuff so i'll just say this man if you have not read Philadelphia, just go get the trade and check it out for yourself man i know some people are like oh that's it's you know satanic type of stuff like nah it's really not about that it's just like all the zombie shows that people watch like it's not really about the zombies it's mm -hmm. about the people so it's a really great yeah. book rodney barnes just blew everybody's mind with the spawn thing but beyond that like it was just a great um conclusion to this story arc my boy seesaw is still rocking he's been a member of this book or uh part of this book since the beginning and he's one of my favorite characters so go check that out uh i also read uh riddler year one uh issue four book four by paul dano who played the riddler in the batman uh movie this was another great issue he gave more of a background history on the uh the riddler and how he grew up in foster care and how he didn't talk and just all the issues that he had to deal with and it kind of gives you more um more knowledge on why he ended up the way he did uh and it gives you some more background on the connection that he had with uh bruce wayne's father um before he died so that was a really really cool book i think it's like two more issues maybe left for this so yeah go pick that up maybe get the trade when it comes out the other book that i got is by uh kyle higgins and joe clark it's called deep cuts um and it's like this story about uh, I'm trying to show K. There you go. There's a story about like uh, jazz musicians um, mm -hmm. in New Orleans. As a young okay. kid who's like, you know, he loves playing music. He plays in the church and all these things. And he really wants to like become this famous musician, essentially, like all of his idols and his father. Um and he plays the clarinet, but he's like really good. He has a really good ear. You know, he can hear songs and add stuff to it real nice. So it's a really cool story, but um, it's it's a thicker book. It's like $5.99. And it just talks about kind of like the shady stuff that goes on with jazz musicians at during that time period. I believe this took place in like 19... 17 or something like that so you know basically it's just a cutthroat industry and this young kid he's like maybe like 16 maybe and he's very talented but he doesn't understand what what it fully takes to dive into this music business so it's a really cool story i know the next one comes out it's another thicker book i don't know if it's going to be it seems like they're like self-contained stories like each story is his own um but this one was a really good one man so kyle higgins is doing his thing right now so yeah those are some some books go check those out if you get a chance you know stop by your comic book shop and uh and uh pick them up man some good stuff so okay you don't got nothing right i i ain't mean no 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 i i don't i didn't yeah 
I didn't have a read of the week, but I did catch a movie mm-hmm. that I saw on Netflix. So I saw the new Power Rangers movie that was on Netflix. Mm-hmm. How was it, bro? Uh, man. <laughs> oh no! It was like it was like the show, man. It was like the show. Oh, super it, cheesy! It, it had the super cheesy, yeah. super cheesy. So it it, it it was terrible by proxy. Just, okay. this, this was it. Yeah. Terrible by all means, but in the it, it, did did they get the cheesiness right? Did they get everything correct? Absolutely. Okay. They pay tribute and they pay tribute to to um, my man, the, uh, uh, David, David Frank, David David Frank. Yeah, Jason David Frank Jason and uh, and oh, the Yellow Ranger that Trini? passed away, Trini. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, that's what's up. I did. Yeah, somebody yeah, somebody did a review of it on Instagram, and she was talking about she was crying and everything, watching it. And I'm like, damn. <laughs> I was like, was it? Yeah, because. Yeah. Because uh, essentially the the, sto- the movie is based around Trini dying again, so that was oh, the, wow. that was the other part. So that was the other part. So so basically, it's it's um, the Black Ranger and the uh, Blue Ranger, and they're mm-hmm. training. They basically train Trini's daughter to become the Yellow Ranger. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah, so it's one of those, and like Rita Repulsa kills kills Trini. And oh, that's how they did it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how they did it. So, yeah, man. And the wow. whole movie was like coming of age. She, you know, the daughter wants revenge, and then you know she has the the mother's morpher, but but can't oh, morph. Wow. But she can't morph. But mm-hmm. she ends up like like um, taking like like a laser shot or something. Like yeah. ends up blocking one of the Power Rangers or something. And then now she's able to. Then now she was able to to morph. It was like, yeah, it was crazy. It was, it was interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I might, I might check right. it out. I might check it out. Yeah, I mean, yo, it was only fifty five. Yeah, it was. I think it was only fifty five minutes. I mean, oh, okay, so it's like a like a long episode. <laughs> yeah, basically, basically, okay. it's, it's like an episode with no commercials. It was an episode with no commercials. And you said it's on um, Netflix. Netflix. Okay. All right. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I'll check it out. I've been watching like some Apple TV stuff. I, I tried it out for free for a month. They got some pretty good shows on there. So we're watching this show called Shrinking. It's pretty interesting. Uh, Harrison Ford yeah. is in it, and uh, what's my man's name from Forgetting Sarah Marshall? But anyway, good stuff. But yeah, I, I have to check that out, man. You know, you know, I'm a, you know I'm a Power Rangers fan, man. So grew up on that just mm-hmm. like you man so I'll, I'll, I'll definitely check it out when i get it when i get a chance um so let's jump into uh some check out the melody real quick man before we get out of here uh quick quick update on jamie fox he definitely had a stroke um a doctor oh, wow. came out and gave some details or at least they said he was a doctor but gave some details on on what actually happened uh he wasn't unable to respond he couldn't talk and all those things like that so obviously that's a sign of a stroke he was he had to be revived apparently so when his daughter said that due to quick action you know my father's in you know better condition you know i'm sorry stable condition at the hospital that's because they had to like really perform some serious cpr on him um and also the person said 
that Jamie Foxx has high blood pressure. So, and that's been untreated. So, yeah, man, go to the doctor. Go to the doctor, all right? Mm -hmm. Go find out, get your blood work done, things like that. Find out what's going on with your body. Now, I'm not saying that you have to, you know, be on medications for the rest of your life, but at least get on them so you you don't have situations like this happen. And Mm -hmm. you can start training. And the more you know, the better you can go about what you eat and how you exercise and things like that. So, yeah, that's that's really scary because Jamie Foxx is somebody that seems like he's pretty healthy. But who knows what kind of food he was putting in his body? You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, high blood pressure and all that stuff, that's clogged arteries and things like that. So, you know, he had a stroke. But apparently he's doing, you know, well, people like celebrities been you know, saying that they've spoken to him and went and seen him and he's up and he's doing well and he's, you know, on the road to recovery. So, you know, keep praying for uh, Jamie Foxx, man. Um, the other quick news, uh, prize from the few, from the Fugees. <laughs> yeah, man, I got that update from CNN. Apparently this guy is facing up to 20 years. He's been found guilty, but they haven't um, given him the sentence yet, but he's facing up to 20 years for being a spy for like China or something like that, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. he's trying to convince the the U.S. government about something like he's basically you know doing spy work. It's That's weird. Crazy. And he was an FBI informant for the last twenty. Right, but for for the U.S., he was an FBI informant. Mm-hmm. So he was basically a double agent. Yeah, I guess so. Like that, I think so. Because <laughs> he was working yeah. for China as well. Like, mm-hmm. what the hell? How the hell did he yeah. go from the Fujis to that? That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Wow, that is insane. And, yeah, it's just crazy the things that that. I'm very but, yo, interested I, in seeing yeah. how much time he gets. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's crazy because. uh it, it makes you wonder because remember John Forte, man, who was also part of the, uh, you know, part of the Fuji's camp. Mm-hmm. You know, he got he got jammed up too, uh, you know, a bunch of years ago, man. So I wonder if, for like the same type if, of stuff. For not for like some drug stuff, I think. Oh, okay. Or whatever. So Uh-oh. I wonder if Proz, <laughs> if Proz had something to do with that. You know what I mean? Oh like, no. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man, he, that's terrible to think. That's terrible. That's cr- I mean, but shit. I mean, the dude's an FBI informant. He's informing like sound like the dude is a very unloyal person. So he might have snitched yeah. on him, man. Yo, that's crazy. Yeah. Wow. Just a just a garbage human being, man. We just, go from the streets of East Orange. Uh-huh. To, to snitching on your friends and going to jail, being an FBI yeah. informant. Like I I heard like Obama and Trump were somehow involved in the stuff that he was doing. Like, not like they knew about it, but like he was informing people on stuff with them or doing some shady shit for people to meet Obama or something. I don't know. Dude, the whole situation is crazy. I mean, go check out the article for yourself. But I just thought it was insane seeing that this guy whose music that a lot of us have heard throughout the years, especially growing up in Jersey, Wow! <laughs> like wow! How did he didn't even come off to me as a smart person? To be honest with you, um, to even to be even be informing anybody or anything. But I guess you don't got to be to be a snitch. 
Uh, what else yeah. we got, man? Swiss Beats, uh, the new EP for the Hip Hop 50. This was volume two. Um, volume one was DJ Premier. Uh, I didn't. I thought it was all right. I I I thought I enjoyed it. I was into it at work today. Um, actually, yesterday, and um, pretty good. I I enjoyed it. What you think, Kay? Ah, uh, man, I, I wasn't a fan, man. No. Yeah, yeah, nah. It's just I don't know, man. Like I like Swiss beats, but I don't know. There's yeah. just something about those joints that that I wasn't feeling. Man. Mm-hmm. I like I, like I like the last I like Swiss beats last solo effort where he had that really dope song with Nas. But okay, these joints weren't that good. Like you think it was know. rushed or something? Cause he was on the Breakfast Club saying that, that he kind of forgot that he was even <laughs> that he was doing. <laughs> like you know they, what, man? That sounds like, like something. Like a year before it was had, like he had to do it or something like that. And he was like, "Damn, y'all was serious about that? I forgot all about that." Mm-hmm. Wow, wow. I like the joint with Jada yeah. Kiss. Jada Kiss was spitting though. Yeah, Kiss was spitting. Yeah, Jada Kiss. Uh, was spitting. He sounded like he was on that on on that versus battle stage. Uh-huh. Again. He yeah, like sounds, yeah. <laughs> you yeah, know, he, he was angry. Definitely did sound like that. <laughs> <laughs> like, he came right. the body shit. And yeah. Starlip was on that. That that she's an interesting one. She got that. Yeah, I don't know if you that's heard the that. one he was. No, I heard it. That's the chick he was talking about. He was talking about on the Breakfast Club. He said she she reminds him of DMX and somebody else. It was like a weird ass combination. I'm like, wow. He said DMX and I think he said a female R and B singer. Like I was like, huh? <laughs> like how you go from that extreme to that? But yeah, she. I mean, I like. I gotta hear more of her. But it wasn't a bad bad what she put out. Yeah, I heard the New York song. That, that, there's a song that, that 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 she's. This is it's called "This Is New York," mm-hmm. and she shouts out DMX on it and everything. And I can see, I can see where they where 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 they get it. I can see where where they get that that. that I can see how they could draw that comparison. Yeah, you know I mean? yeah, she, she's uh, definitely aggressive for sure. Yeah, yeah, it was real New York shit, man. It's just mm-hmm. like I don't know. I want to know who they're gonna yeah, get for the next one. Yeah, that's what I want to know too. Like, are they are they gonna stick with with uh, like older producers or? I think they, so. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, know, I get so. it. I mean, it's like a 50th. Obviously, it's the 50th anniversary celebration mm-hmm. type of thing. But you know, there's guys, there's younger guys out there that mm-hmm. make beats like that. You know what I'm saying? That produce that, that like the old school cats. You know what I'm saying? So we'll see. Yeah, we'll absolutely. See. I just hope, I hope they don't get risen. Don't get risen. Please don't get risen. <laughs> Why not Rizzo? I don't want to hear Rizzo beats. <laughs> ah man, if nah. it's not the old Wu Tang shit, yeah, right. Like, like I don't like, want to hear none no Rizzo. No Rizzo should be weird, yo. Yeah. Rizzo beats be weird after after it was after that 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 the the Wu Tang forever, man. That yeah. that nobody cared about Rizzo beats no more. Mm-mm. Yeah, I don't don't do mm. that. I mean, he's an essential producer in the hip hop, you know, history. But please don't. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. <laughs> they yeah, should do man. like a DJ battle one. That'll be dope. Mm-hmm. Like That'll be some, sick. You know what I'm saying? Like have some some mixing and scratching on a on a on an EP for six tracks. Like have you know six different battles with some some uh, top DJs. Maybe DJ Red Alert or something. I don't know. That whatever. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but before we get out of here, I do got to say this, man, uh, because I actually just watched. Uh, a documentary on um, 
Sidney Portier, right? Um, mm-hmm. And in the documentary, he talks about his relationship with Harry Belafonte. And, you know, he just passed away. I want to mm-hmm. say he was like 96 years old. Um, and how they kind of, they were like best friends, but had like a big rivalry at the same time. Um, mm-hmm. Because back then, you know, it wasn't a lot of people of color getting opportunities. So they, you know, obviously they battled for a lot of, chances on screen and, and plays and stuff but uh yeah harry harry belafonte man he's kind of a a legend when it comes to music as well but he's an actor he's a singer civil rights activist and he won an egot or he has an egot which is uh emmy grammy oscar and a tony so mm-hmm. that's like major major stuff right there when you have all of those awards but random fact harry belafonte sold over Three million albums, bro, <laughs> including uh, uh-huh. and three million of them were in the United States. Uh, his best-selling album was uh, "Jump Up uh, Calypso," which sold over five hundred thousand copies. Now, I don't know exactly if that five hundred thousand copies was during that time, but if uh-huh. it was. Yo, this dude was like Michael Jackson at the time. Yeah, basically. <laughs> like, and I actually went and listened to the to the album that he had put out the the uh, jump into Calypso. It's actually pretty dope, man. Like, obviously, it's, mm-hmm. it's older style music, but he had a pretty damn good voice, man. So, you know, for all of yeah. you beat makers out there, man, go go check out some Harry Belafonte stuff. You might find some some fire samples out of it. Yeah, but. Uh, sure. Yeah, man, a legend in the game, man. I did not know he he sold five hundred thousand copies. That's yo, he might have been a millionaire at that time. That's a lot yeah, of back in the day. Of, yeah, yeah, that's a lot of records. Bro. I mean, hopefully, hopefully, you know, five hundred thousand, you know, sold is gold. So right. I mean, back then, yeah, he had to. Hopefully, if, if his deal was correct, and, true. Yeah, you know I mean, and his business was right. He, he was probably very well off. Yeah. Yeah. The GOAT. The GOAT for that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's, that's some Michael Jackson numbers in them times, man. But uh, yeah. speaking of Michael Jackson, I just wanted to say this. I am actually looking forward to that biopic. Because um, I did. They put the Whitney Houston biopic on, on Netflix. It's on there right now. Um, mm-hmm. But they are going to be... I think the guy's name is Jafar Jackson. It's... Uh, Jermaine Jackson's son, bro, he looks just mm-hmm. like Michael Jackson, bro. Like as a mm-hmm. youngster, it's kind of scary. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously it's his uncle, his blood uncle. So, but it's like, damn, he looks just like. Him. So I'm actually looking forward to that, man. The guy that did the Equalizer movies, uh, what's his name? Antoine Fuqua, I think that's his name. Mm-hmm. The one mm-hmm. that's going to be directing that movie. So he's a damn good director. So I want to, I, I want to yeah, see. That. Yeah. Either way, yeah, man. Yeah. We can get on out of here, bro. I think we did what we had to do, and I'm getting hungry. <laughs> so I'm starting. I'm starting to sink into my chair right now, man. I, I, y'all listening to this and eating breakfast right now? I'm, I'm about to go eat dinner right now, man. So, other than that, man, Kay, do you have anything that you need to, uh, you know, announce before we get out of here? Uh, nah, man. Just yo, man. Yo, just be cool to one another, man. Life's too short, man. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, man. Right. 
Uh, all right, so before we got here, make sure you guys hit that subscribe button. You know what I'm saying? Especially if you're new to the podcast, hit that subscribe button. Every time you hit that thing, share that thing. You know what I'm saying? Pause. But make sure you yeah. Guys yeah. share it with your friends. Let them know that Tabata boys are rocking every Saturday. Uh, and that we got Isaac on Monday giving in the comic book previews. We got James on Wednesday giving us some great reviews on his comic books that he picked up for New Comic Book Day. Obviously, I'm trying to my best to hold it down with giving you guys some news and updates and things like that. Um, so yeah, hit that subscribe button. And if you want to support the show, because this is an independently fund uh podcast if you want to support the show you know we have the sponsor in the beginning of the show which is from buzzsprout um you know if you want to start a podcast definitely go do that because it's it's fun it's a fun world it's hard work but it's it's a good time so definitely start your podcast that'll be a great way to support yourself and a great way to support the one in 100 podcast also in the description you can hit the support link uh for it's called buymecoffee.com we have a page there where you can basically leave a comment and you know leave some support i think you can leave like five bucks or whatever and that'll just help us continue to produce this show and make sure that it comes out three days a week man you know this is it's a lot of work but it's fun work and i love it but you know you guys can show your support by hitting those links and uh supporting the show so with that said, man, we're out of here. Peace be unto all of you on this wonderful Saturday when you're listening to this or Sunday, Monday, whenever. Uh, and yeah, man, we'll holler at y'all next week, man. Peace. Peace.